I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Canto by Dispatch. Today I'm Brittany and joining me today, as always, is my friend Emily Lind. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I am doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm tired. I've uh, tried to cram as much Christmas shit in as possible this past weekend. So I am tired. Yeah, what Christmas stuff did you do? On Friday, we went uh, to go look at Christmas lights in a neighborhood near us. So we went and just walked around. It was pretty cold. It got like below thirty or no, before below forty. So it was it was cold. So it's nice. Um, it, it's fun when communities like get together and do the whole Christmas lights thing because like sometimes people sell like hot chocolate or they give it out for free um i think the neighborhood we're in they give it out for free so like hot chocolate and different christmas stuff like candy canes it's always cute to see how creative people get during the holidays but my biggest thing is i always like wonder like how bad the electricity bill is for all these people who like go all out for christmas yeah probably pretty high especially like once you start getting like all the inflatables and stuff oh my god i know and then Saturday, yesterday, um, I or Carlos and I went to Coronado and we went to Hotel Dell because they have an ice skating rink there. We did not ice skate because we didn't feel like breaking any bones and going to the hospital, but we watched other people uh, fall. <laughs> so that was fun. Go. Yeah, the hotel is really nice during Christmas time and I can't remember last time I was down there. Um, the only thing though is what sucks sometimes when you drive to Coronado is sometimes like there's activity on the bridge or something. So you could be stuck on the bridge for like a long ass time. And we were stuck on the bridge for like 10, 15 minutes because either there was like a drunk driver on the other side of the road or a jumper. I don't know. So there was like a holdup. So, and there's like, there's, it's not necessarily one way in and one way out. It's just like the way out is like through one of the beaches and it just takes a long time so everyone just gets on the bridge and goes so a little traffic on the bridge but it was really nice we we saw a lot of like different trees like they had a poinsettia tree um they had their big tree in the you know 
in the hotel halls and they have like all these pictures now of like famous people that were at Hotel Dell and for some reason they really fucking love that Wallace Simpson was at Hotel Dell. Like they fucking love that. They have a that's an interesting one to be proud of. They have a little like they have like a little house or something. And like don't quote me on this. I'm not hundred percent if it's true, but apparently Wallace Simpson and um what's his name? Duke of Duke of Windsor would stay there. And um they like move the house and they put it like on the property of Hotel Dell. So like they have like a little like Windsor Hall thing. So everyone knows that um, either like, like yay, the- yay, some Nazi sympathizers used to live here. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Like, it's so weird. And like one of the ballrooms is like Windsor Hall. And it's like very strange. It's maybe they gave like a lot of money to the Dell or something. But I just think it's so strange that like their biggest guests are Marilyn Monroe because Marilyn Monroe did like a movie there or something and Wallace Simpson. <laughs> well, I mean, like people are fucking weird, man. Yeah, I don't know, but it, it's a cool hotel. I really like it. And it was fun just like people watching and uh, seeing everyone excited for the holidays. That's always fun. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, either next week or the week after I'm going to go on like a Christmas tree trolley tour where we're going to go around like San Diego and look at all like the Christmas lights. So that should be a lot of fun. So I can't wait to do that. It's funny. Like, there's not a ton of like decorated stuff in my neighborhood, but then you'll just hit like lines of it. Like there's a place just around the the corner where it's four or five houses in a row that all have tons of lights and a bunch of inflatables and stuff. That's funny. I know. Um, <clears throat> some of the neighborhoods that we went to also, like, it would be, like, every other house. So, like, one house would be, like, completely dark. And the next one would be inflatables and lights and everywhere. And then you have those people that have, like, the radio stations where they do their lights to, like, the songs that are going on. Like, oh, yeah. That, that takes fucking effort. I know there's a house, like, by us that was doing that. And I don't know. Like, those don't entertain me as much as, like, just random inflatables like does for some reason like I just love seeing like the creative stuff um I remember one year um I know it was last year we went to this neighborhood and someone had a uh Newsome stole my Christmas banner (laughs) in their yard I'm like people are fucking dumb and then we made a we were laughing about it and the and the guy was actually outside he's like yeah that fucker stole my Christmas (laughs) and we're just like oh we gotta go (laughs) yeah I don't know. I, I didn't know that people were capable of like stealing other people's like Christmases, but um, I guess yeah. I, I I don't know. 2020 was a weird year, but um, I don't think anyone's stealing any Christmases this year. So that's good. Okay. We're, we're safe. Yeah, we're safe. <laughs> huh, so what have you been up to? Oh, not a lot, you know, going to work, coming home. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> trying to find stuff to watch but there's nothing to watch except oh i've been i've been caught up on hawkeye that's been good yeah i i like it um i mean it's fine i it just it, it they're turning it now into like the world's in danger because ronan might be back and like all the precaution all the things that are happening because of it and i don't know then it's sad now that clint can't be with his family for christmas and yeah 
I don't know. It makes me feel yeah. for Hawkeye, and I've never felt for Hawkeye, which, like, feels weird because, like, I know that Jeremy Renner isn't, like, the greatest human being on the planet, so, like, I don't like that I'm feeling for someone that's, like, not a great human. Yeah, but the character is great. Clint's great. And he's really, look, he's a, like, Jerry Renner's, like, just kind of a low-key piece of shit. He's not, like, you know, like. Super low-key. You're, like, like super, like, piece of shit. He's, like. Yeah, he's, like, like, he's, like, that's not, I think he's not a very good dude. And he's, he, he is, I would say, a jerk. I don't think he's, like, a terrible monster or anything. He's a jerk. And I wouldn't want to be friends with him. But he's a, he's a good actor. And he's very good as Clint. And I think he and Kate have a lot of, like, really good scene scene chemistry yeah uh Haley steinfeld's really good i'm i'm really glad that uh she is in the show like she was meant for this role um you know i and you caught up with the last episode on wednesday right yeah did you see that instagram blocked florence Pugh? uh posting about um her being in the episode because she spoiled it for like a shit ton of people that's hilarious yeah um yeah, so, it, it, hey, actors, like, I know that you're excited that you're in a show, but that doesn't give you the right to spoil it for other people. That would be, like, Mark Hamill posting a picture of himself <laughs> as Luke Skywalker, like, the day that that episode comes out. Like, I I would be so more, much more mad at Mark Hamill than I – no, I'm kidding. I'm not mad at Mark Hamill at all. But I would be so pissed if that – if that's how like I found out because I think like some of our friends like found out like that way that she was in that episode because like they follow her on Instagram and they saw her Instagram stories or something so I think that's kind of fucked up yeah it's just not like somebody just not thinking about it you know but I I mean we only have what two episodes left I think so yeah because it's supposed to be done around Christmas time I I don't know because that'd be kind of funny if like okay like did Clint make it to Christmas? And then it's like before Christmas and he made it. And it's like, well, technically he did make it to Christmas since this episode came out before Christmas. But I don't know. And I like, um, I like Echo. I, and I know because we're getting a show about her um, in the in the comics, at least, she is adopted by kingpin so i'm wondering i mean it would make it would make sense to have him as a character in her show but i'm also kind of hoping that maybe he'll make like a two-second appearance in hawkeye because d'onofrio was so good in daredevil as kingpin yeah who knows i i kept hearing about that but i really liked her i really liked her her story so and she's getting her own show, so that's fun. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I can't think of any other shows I've been watching. I finished Narcos, and now I'm on to Narcos Mexico. I really fucking miss... Uh, God, why can't I think of his fucking name? Um, I miss the Mandalorian. Pedro Pascal. I miss I miss Pedro Pascal. Because I, I, I was just calling him like Agent Pena for so long that like I just oh, forgot yeah. that it was uh, Pedro. But I miss him because Diego Luna, he's in Narcos Mexico, I think the first like two seasons. He's fine. I feel bad saying fine because I feel like like somewhere in Australia, Catherine's heart is breaking. But 
he's good, but I just miss fucking Pedro because he was so fucking good. I think that you should give that show another shot, Emily. Well, part of the problem is I have no idea where I stopped watching it. You just have to start from the beginning. Oh, that's yeah. not happening. You have to hear the 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 white guy, unfortunately, because uh, he he likes to hear himself talk. Um, <laughs> the blandest man on the face of the earth, who looks like Draco Malfoy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's fine. I I don't think there's really a lot there with that. Car- like I feel like there was maybe. And I just they embellished it so much of like his character and his story and everything. But yeah. And then the third season was really good. I really liked the third season. It wasn't as like crazy because obviously like when Pablo Escobar like was the shit was was there, like shit was intense. But everything with the Cali cartel was intense too, but like obviously like not as intense as like fucking Pablo. But now we're we're in Mexico and um I guess like the war on drugs is about to start because of uh, a agent uh, Kiki, so we shall see how that goes. But yeah, I have I I never really knew much about like the war on drugs and and everything. Like that was never a thing. Like as a kid, you know, because I'd see like El Chapo getting like arrested or like escaping prison and everything. But like I didn't know. Like I just thought, oh, like. He's just a bad dude in Mexico. Like, I didn't know, like, the extent of it. And, like, now it's, like, I'm learning the kind of dramatized, not entirely true, like, story of it. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's, like, a history, like, a dramatic history lesson. So, it's cool, I guess. But, yeah. Getting ready for Christmas time? Getting all your presents together and everything? Yeah, I had a bit of a thing where some Amazon stuff didn't come and then they were fucking annoying about getting it refunded but other than that yeah i'm pretty much done i'm just waiting for everything's ordered i'm just waiting for a couple things to actually show up really that's weird of amazon being like that fucking bezos like normally like in the past they've been like it's been so much easier and then this was thing like and this wasn't like this wasn't through ups or the post office this was you know the amazon carrier and i had four orders that had shipped together that were supposed to come on Tuesday and didn't show up. And, you know, then they, like when you go to the website or the app, you see the little, oh, your order's running late. If it's not here by such and such date, come back the next day and ask for a refund. So when it was finally like the day when it let me ask for a refund, it takes me to the chat and the woman's like, oh, this is still showing as, you know, in shipment. It won't let me refund it until tomorrow. And I'm like, but the app said you could do it today. Okay, whatever, whatever. And she's like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll be, I'll, I'll check on it tomorrow. If it's not there, I'll give you a refund. Tomorrow, like, I get the email, you know, that you'll get as follow-up customer service repeating that. And then don't get response for the next day. So I respond to the email being like, hey, is there any update on this? Another customer surgeon agent gets back to me and says, do you want a refund or do you want us to reorder it? And I reply to the email that they sent me that I already had replied to once and they replied to being like, Hey, can you give me a refund? The email doesn't like, I get a message back being like, Oh, your email couldn't be delivered. <laughs> so then I have to go and chat to a third person to be like, can you please just give me a refund on this? Like it was just so much fucking hassle. 
And I try not to yell at the people who are doing the customer service because it's generally not their fault. But at that point, when that email came back being like, oh, your email couldn't be delivered when I had already responded to it once and gotten a reply, I, I was very annoyed. Yeah, I get so annoyed in those situations, too. It's like, I know it's not their fault, but like when it becomes their fault, I'm like, okay. But yeah, I mean, at least you're you're able to get a refund of all your shit, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. It was annoying because like one of the things that I had ordered is currently out of stock at Amazon and won't like I couldn't reorder because it wouldn't be here until after Christmas. And I'm like, well, fuck you guys. Ugh, I hate when that happens. That's annoying. Well, I mean, hopefully, like, uh, you found, like, a plan B or something. But that's, like, hard. I hate when stuff like that happens. I know. Like, I got some stuff off of Etsy, and I'm, like, waiting for it to ship. And, um, you know, I I love supporting local businesses and everything. But, like, I always hesitate, you know, like, is this going to arrive before Christmas? Like, I ordered this two weeks ago, and it still hasn't shipped. But it's, like, I don't feel like – I feel, like, bad, especially when it's, like, something – like, if it's, like, Amazon, I'm, like, all right, like, I can just, like, cancel the order. But it's, like, these are people making things with their, like, bare-ass hands, you know? Like, I I really want to know if my Disney Chargers sweater is going to make it so that Rusty can wear it for Christmas. Aww. But I know. I saw that. I'm, like, that's really cute. I know. It's it's really hard to find, like, Chargers stuff. Like, I um, – I'm getting presents for, like, everyone, and I – I wanted to get something for, like, a Raj, too, but it's, like, really hard to find, like, good, like, Chargers merchandise, especially, like, anything, like, Super Bowl related because, like, the Chargers haven't won, like, any Super Bowls, and, like, that's really sad. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. And then everything's expensive, too, like, especially if you go to, like, Dick's Sporting Goods, like, all the sports stuff is expensive because I always try to get, like, Carlos a, a Green Bay thing, but I don't know if I want to get him anything Green Bay since Aaron Rodgers is a complete douche. But, yeah. Yeah. He is not the best human being. Well, he's not the smartest. But yeah. No, mostly I'm just looking forward to Christmas Eve, getting on the train, going up to Boston. And then just like hanging out and having good food and shit for a couple of days. Watching movies with my sister-in-law. I know. I I can't wait for the food, too. Like, I've been bugging my sister to, um, because she's, she's usually, like, making, like, all, like, the extravagant, you know, Christmas holiday shit. Like, she made, like, gingerbread, like, whoopie pies and different Christmas shit for her, like, gym friends for their gym Christmas party. Talk about a fucking wild Christmas party. You should hear someone talk about, like, their gym christmas party stories because like there's just like so many like all that testosterone like and testosterone and alcohol like fights galore you know people getting emotional about nothing um it just it's 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 insane like yeah gym people are funny and it's like i say that because like my brother and sister are like gym people because they go to their little CrossFit gym and it's like cute because like all the people in the town they live in and everyone likes each other. But then drama happens. Like you talk about like a reality TV show, like go to a fucking CrossFit gym. That's a good uh, <laughs> just hear stories from there. But I know I I used to watch reality TV like way more, but then it just became like too scripted or like the producers got like into it too much like like 
I wish that reality shows would like give you like the boring stuff, you know, like the <laughs> I have to go to the grocery store to get potatoes because I always keep forgetting to use the potatoes. You know, every time I realize, oh, yeah, I got potatoes from the store. It's too late and they look gross. And I need to throw them away. Like, I wish that reality shows were more reality in the fact that sometimes people forget to use their potatoes because that is me i forget that i always forget what onions i get at the store until it's way too fucking late and that's my fault and no one else's it's quite the pitch for a tv show yeah yeah i just you you talk about like relatable things like that's relatable like forgetting about your onions until it's way too late then yeah Like, that's such a relatable thing. Like, I bet there are tons of people that, like, relate to that, you know? Or, yeah, just anything grocery-related. Like, or, uh, I don't know, like, what else is, like, relatable things? Like, you know, uh, gas is expensive. No. (laughs) I don't know. But I'm I'm itching for some interesting new reality TV, you know, because... There's no more Bake Off, and Bake Off is magical and exciting, and the season was really good, and I I just need something to watch now, even though I'm watching Narcos, but still. And I still need to finish that fucking Beatles documentary, because I gave it another shot, and it was fine, and yeah. It's just fun seeing them all, you know, just shitting, shitting around, you know, asking each other what rhymes with this what rhymes with that and just getting together and writing music and then like also fighting because like that's relatable like we all fight with our friends (laughs) we all fight and break up (laughs) (sighs) well before i tangent on too much um what's going on in star wars this week oh so we had a couple of things one, um, we're hearing um, news that uh, Mandela Stenberg, who was Rue in Hunger Games and then was in The Hate You Give, has been cast, um, it seem, seemingly, there's not an official thing as far as I can tell, as the lead for The Acolyte. Um, Amanda identifies as non-binary and uses either she, her, or um, they, them pronouns. And I really like her and I think she's great. And I'm also wondering if the character is also non-binary. That'd be really great if the if the character was non-binary. Um, I had no idea that, that she was Rue in Hunger Games. Yep. Wow. Yeah, so <laughs> unfortunately, they are somebody who has uh dealt with abusive shitty fandoms before because some people had a problem when Rue was not a cute little white girl, but instead a cute little black girl. Even though her race isn't identified in the books. God. He, why are people like so fucking nutty? Um, I remember reading um, a piece from uh, Chuck Wendig about, you know, that he was saying that, like, you know, Hermione Granger was probably black. 
and like a bunch of people got like pissed off about it it's like why are you pissed off about like someone like thinking someone was like I just I don't understand especially like people that are mad about like characters and like what they look like like people get so invested in something that it just turns into like ignorance and racism and it just it's really ugly to see and I how bad was the Hunger Games fandom because I never really got into those because Jennifer Lawrence isn't one of my favorite actresses and um I never really liked I never read the books but I never really liked the movies either um I mean I liked the books a great deal and I mean I liked the first couple of movies um I was never really involved with the fandom and it was just sort of stuff that I, that bled through that I saw because it got so gross. So I don't know in terms of like, I'm sure there was plenty of like, you know, like shipping wars and shit going on. I just know when when um, Amanda was cast, there was a bunch of, oh, and it, it, I mean, it's so fucking disgusting. But it's like, how am, how, you're, how am I supposed to care about Rue now that she's not white was basically the implication of like oh you know like like somehow her being black means you're not going to be heartbroken when that character dies uh, people are super fucked people are ugly like yeah. it just that's that's fucking ugly man yeah like shit like i i hope that these people like look in the mirror as you know they say these ugly ass things because like then maybe that would like get them to like second guess like am i saying something that's making me look ugly but then they're like no i'm gonna say it and then like that makes them look even uglier like that's just sad yeah um hopefully i mean star wars star wars fans can be horrible and shit but i hope they're less terrible and shit this time around I mean, I'm I'm I don't know. I'm excited. I I didn't see the hate you give, but I know that um, they got a, a bunch of award nominations and stuff for that. And I mean, again, I think I think the only thing I've I've seen them in is um, Hunger Games. But it's possible I've seen other stuff too and just don't remember. Either way, I'm excited, and it's it's nice to be hearing little bits about that show, even though we still have no idea what it's about or who the characters are, or anything like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for them. Like, this is a great opportunity, you know, being in, you know, something related in Star Wars, and, you know, the Acolyte, like, that seems like it's going to be, you know, really good, too. So I just hope that Star Wars, that Star Wars is kind to them, and that the fans are kind to them. And, it's just so sad to be part of a fandom where it's like you have to worry about like I really hope that this actor isn't tormented by people like yeah that's such a shitty feeling to be like be part of you know a society where it's like you have to feel bad of you know well you know this person might get shit and this person might get shit and it's like they don't deserve it and it's like kind of fucking world is this like why can't just people be like kind to one another and it's always those people they're like let's be kind to one another that are like the biggest fucking assholes yeah. and they're like i love ellen live laugh love <laughs> you know um no like if if you have no 
live, laugh, don't be racist. Um, the other thing we got was a surprise announcement during some video game award thing, and that was a trailer drop for a new Star Wars action adventure game called Star's Eclipse that had not been previously announced. It is set during the High Republic. Um, I mean, it's a cinematic trailer, not a game pegate trailer, so it's hard to know what's going on. It's very, like, trippy and strange and looks really cool. And then I started reading about Quantic Dream, which is the company that's doing it. And yeah, that killed my excitement for the game pretty fucking quickly. Oh, shit. What'd they do? Okay, here's the thing. It turns out I had heard of this company before. I just didn't because I'd heard these stories that I just didn't realize it was the the same people. Um, It's run by a a guy named uh, David Cage and... uh, they did that Detroit Being Human. Is that what that game is called? Like the cyborgy one, and they did Heavy Rain and some other stuff. And um, there have been a lot of like like a lot of video game co- companies. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of talk about racist and sexist uh, abuse against employees and just like a terrible work culture. Also, uh this man has been quoted as saying he doesn't make video games for um, insert F word slur here about gay people, which is a word I'm not going to use even in quoting him. And also that all, all women in my video games are insert slur here against sex workers. Yeah. Uh, he's a really bad dude. And the fact that those are, you know, like, things he said on the record. And Stars is still being like, okay, yeah, let's make a, let's make a video game with these, with these guys. That, that, that leaves a fucking sour taste in my mouth. That's pretty hard to get over. But Emily, the game looks so pretty. But Emily, look at all the stuff that's in the game. But Emily, God, that makes me so sad. Like, damn it. Because I would think, like, it's set during the High Republic. I like the idea of doing, like, a really, like, story-heavy game. But not not from people who threw around the F-word like that. Nope. Not okay. Yeah, and there are things, like, there's some stories from employees about, like, you know, like, employees would find pictures of their, um, like, faces pasted on pictures of porn stars or nazis and it was just all like just like gross super like aggressively like sexist broy shit yeah broy like that's the perfect word to like use everything that you know you've been talking about like just this broy added like it just makes me sick like just the not the whole like gamer mentality but just like the the stereotypes or like the things that you know I've seen and heard about quote unquote like gamers like it just it just seems toxic and not really welcoming to a lot of people and that's what sucks yeah. is that 
you know, all forms of media or games like should be welcoming and inclusive. And I don't see that yet with, you know, like video game culture or like different cultures, you know, like even like fandoms like are like really shitty to one another. So I'd really I really hope that like the next like coming years or, you know, there's a moment of like maybe we should like accept one another. Like maybe we shouldn't say like disgusting slurs or put pictures of our faces on Nazis or something, you know, like maybe that'll like cross like people's like minds one day but yeah for now and ever like that's not okay yeah it's 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 a shame because i just i can't i can't spend my money supporting companies that so like blatantly have that mentality you know yeah no Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's a bummer. Like, I I wasn't invested at all in the game. Um, I just thought it, like, it looked cool, looked interesting. Like, I'm not really much of a video game player. So, it I wouldn't have bought it anyways. But, like, now I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not interested in this. So, now I'm not really much looking forward to, like, all the, wow, this is great. This game looks amazing. And knowing all, like, the, the full details. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah, same. Because when, yeah, when, be when I saw that trailer, I'm like, this looks super fucking cool. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's fucking cool looking. I like the whole vibe it's giving off. But not, not in the long run. Yeah, what a bummer. What a bummer. Was there anything else, Star Wars, that happened? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to see if anything else, like with like the Star Wars hotel, um, Galactic Star Cruiser, like came out or anything. Like I think they re. I mean, obviously, I think they re-released that that video. Um, but I think that still a lot of people are um are like pissed off about just the executed idea of of the hotel and why it is the way it is. Um, I guess there's gonna be like a dinner theater too. That's gonna be there that's what i guess what that singing lady you know was like hinting at when she was singing so dinner and events um i forgot if it was like a cruise and like where like food is like complimentary like i I think so but yeah i'm not sure about this like i'm still like very intrigued by the whole thing like i really uh wanted see or hear like a real person like go here you know like a real person like like I was talking about last week you know from like South Dakota or something like I really want to see how that person enjoys this experience but I don't think that this is an experience for like the average Joe like and that's what sucks is that like these terrible and crazy ass fucking prices are like gatekeeping people from like you know wanting to experience you know living in star wars and that's what sucks is that like something that should be available for you know a lot more people isn't because fucking money 
They um. So what's going on with um? Star Wars night during celebration is that back on? Yes, I believe so. I believe that the tickets that you purchased are going to be reimbursed for a different night. So everyone that got tickets, you're all good, I think. I didn't get a ticket. I know you didn't get a ticket either. Um, so I guess that's still a thing. So that's... Because I saw a post from Disney talking about, like, all the things that they're doing. They, they're doing, like, a Sweethearts night. They do, like, a 90s or an 80s night. And I saw the Star Wars night was on there, too. So, um... Okay, my experience from going to a Star Wars night, mm-hmm. I think that the Star Wars night was the worst of any of the um, nights that I've done at Disney. Oh, no. Because okay. there's really nothing there for you. The only thing that is there is opportunities to take pictures with characters that are not in the parks often. And those characters, for me, don't interest me as much as, like, taking pictures, like, in the se- with the Seven Dwarfs. Like, I think I waited in a line for, like, an hour to an hour and a half to take a picture with the Snow White, with the Seven Dwarfs, because I knew that this was an opportunity that I would never get again. And that was worth it to me, you know, as a Disney fan. Uh, but taking a picture with Darth Maul doesn't mean shit to me, because, well, like... also, we're going to be a fucking... Star Wars convention, where there'll be plenty of fucking people dressed as Darth Maul you can take a picture with. Yeah, like, there's not going to be, like, the seven dwarves, like, walking around. Like, you're not going to see that at Star Wars Celebration. But, I mean, if you're a big Star Wars fan and you like that Disney is playing, like, Star Wars music and, you know, probably less lines for rides, um, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure that Gal- that uh, Rise of the Resistance should be open. Because I remember last time they were saying that all rides but Rise of the Resistance were going to be open. That's right. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, one of the two Star Wars rides you have is going to be closed on Star Wars night. Great, great, great. Yeah. There. That's shitty. But I think that it should be eh, fine. I don't know. But don't take me for, like, the, the staple of don't go. It's just, like, if... If you really think that, okay, if I want to go to Disneyland, I only want to go for a few hours, you know, less people at nighttime, then I think this is the best option for you. But if you want to really experience Disneyland at its like full potential, um, just go during one of the days of celebration because everyone's going to be at celebration and no one's going to think twice about Disneyland, I don't think. I could be wrong. And uh, who knows? Like maybe the next couple months I'll have more conversations with people who are in fact going to the parks and celebration continuously at the same time. But I personally don't know anyone. I don't even know if I'll go to the parks, but I think that it'll take very easy convincing to convince me to go to the parks because there's nothing I enjoy more than going to Disney with my friends and getting Emily to go in Autotopia. <laughs> that is going to be worth uh, me giving up my Disney strike of, you know, not going to Disneyland after all that they've done during COVID and how sad it's made me and how expensive it is to get into the parks now. Like I was hearing people talk about because the magic keys are bullshit because yes, it's, you know, keeping control of people that are going to the parks, but also keeping annual pass holders out of the park so that um, non-Californians could give more money to the parks because California fucking hates annual pass holders because they're only going to the parks 
and they aren't going to spend as much money mm-hmm. as, you know, a person buying like a two day, one day ticket, two day ticket because they're in the parks, they're eating and everything. And that's the annual, annual pass holders. Like we got this. We know, okay, we're going to bring our own meals. We're not going to spend money. Like we don't contribute shit to the Disney company instead of taking out money every month or, you know, paying a lump sum in the beginning. Like I, I used to do that. But these keys What's happening is, is that people aren't able to make reservations because all the reservations are filled up. I know people with like the bottom tier of the key that can't get into the parks during December because like all the slots are sold out. And that's what I think is weird is that so you have a pass that lets you go to a park this many days and I can't go this day because it's sold out. Like, I don't know. I personally don't like that I don't agree with it and it just sucks for those people who are spending that much money a month trying to go to the parks and like they can't go because it's sold out like and I know that they're trying to control crowds due to COVID but I don't know it's just it's shitty all around it's weird I don't like it and I don't know it's just my personal opinion like I think out of someone you know who was more educated you know about it than like me like talk to me about it like I might have might understand it more but you know, someone who used to be an annual pass holder, like looking at this now, like it just makes me sad. Aww. Like it makes me like not want to go yeah. because I would love to go to the parks. If someone told me tomorrow, like we're going to Disneyland, I'd be excited. But also like I would feel a little guilty because of just I know how unhappy a lot of cast members have been there the past like year and a half to two years. And just I don't know. I'm just not very happy with Disneyland right now. Disney World, like we're okay right now. Uh, and I'm I'm really hoping that we stay fucking okay because I fucking love that place. And I need to take Carlos there someday. And I'm really sad that I haven't yet because he's only been to Animal Kingdom. And I think that's a crime because like there's so many other great things that you can do in Disney World except Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom is a half day park. Okay. That's where I'm, take, that's where I'm ending this it. thesis. Yeah. But Emily... I think we should go. Like, I think that would be a great opportunity, you know, for us to go to Disneyland together. Because, you know, and maybe, possibly maybe, if, you know, if you don't want to do a full day Disney trip, then maybe doing the uh, Star Wars night is the best option for you. Because it is less money. It's around like $100 to do that. And you're going to be there from around like five to six hours. You'll be able to get on all the rides you want to go on, including Autotopia. And we'll have a good time. The only thing though is that we won't be able to go to California Adventure, which I don't think that you would be necessarily like sad about that. But it is the full Disney experience going to both parks. But I don't know. If there are extra tickets... I would almost tell you to maybe think about it because, I don't know, that'd be like a fun time. You know, us hanging out at, at Disneyland, you know, wearing like matching shirts. <laughs> and, you know, y- you know, people will come up to us, be like, you're Emily and Brittany from the Candlebite Dispatch. And we'll give them a little pin or something being like, you know what? This is for being, you know, a good a good friend and a good listener to us. We appreciate you. Like, just just think about how much fun we would have together. Or, you know, we can use that energy and, like, take it to Knott's Berry Farm where it's, like, 50% of less, 50% less of the price, possibly better food, and Mrs. Knott's fried chicken. Yeah, I mean, that's that's much more tempting. I know. I'm so excited because I, I, I love the uh, chicken pot pies there. 
they are so fucking good and i haven't had one in so long because like i always go for the chicken because like you always go to knots chicken for the chicken but every time i do the chicken because it's like i'm not the biggest fried chicken fan Mm. like i i appreciate and i respect fried chicken but a pot pie man there's nothing better than like really like great crust and bread and chicken and you know the little stuff that goes into the pot pie like you have like the peas you have like the carrots or whatever else you want to put in your pot pie that's that's fucking up to you but it's just it's so creamy and good and like the gravy that they have inside of it it's like really good and then you get you get the the chicken noodle soup which is fantastic and those buttery rolls and then you get to choose a boysenberry pie, boysenberry ice cream, or different pies. And the boysenberry pies are always good. But I really like Knott's Berry Farm. Not Knott's Berry Farm is like, you know, a comforting, warm hug from grandma. There you go. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my report on what's going on with uh, Star Wars Night. I could be 100% wrong. And I could have just looked it up right now, but... You know what? It's fine. We'll we'll find out. And I bet in the next couple weeks we should be finding out more information about celebration. Because I know that a lot of us are are thinking about, you know, our plans and everything. I mean, thank God, like, we already have, like, a place to stay and everything. And that's, like, concrete. Until I find a better deal somewhere else, which I probably will find. But I'll keep you up to No, I'm kidding. But I think that, yeah, we should find out more information soon. Because it is... Uh, Less than five months away, almost. By the time that we record, I think it'll be. But yeah, I'm just excited because uh, the first day that we're arriving is on my birthday. So I get to celebrate my birthday with all my friends. Oh, so I'm cool. fucking stoked. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. <sighs> but yeah. Um, is there anything else going on that we could talk about this week? Because I think we've covered... Everything miscellaneous or? No, I don't think there's anything else. Nothing comes to mind. Good. All right. Emily, where can we find you in the podcast and social media? I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is on Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod. You can also send us email, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Where are you, Brittany? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Canto Brit. But yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go It's time to serenade my girl Lindo Sorry the ladies where I had to say no But if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto No shame in the game Make even Rogue One seem tame But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main Yeah, that's fire Love on the rocks leaves the love on my socks Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked Especially when y'all truly whips out his cock Canto bite Episode 100 Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E and B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends
bitches. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches. Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches. This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches. Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches. Start off with my Aussies, Catherine's a sweet one. Brought cash into lunch with Canto bitch number one. Josh made it a team and had bourbon and cornflakes. The kind of ice cream that made him show me his O face. Got to meet Turbo and throw back some brew. Fish tacos in San Fran, you know we approve. Rebecca from Perth, I haven't met you yet. Last shout to Fushi, dude, I didn't forget. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches. Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches. This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches. Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches. Rabia and Adele often email the show. I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso. Jesse McGee busted a rap for me. Met her and Horse B at Scum and Villainy. King Tom, Death Watch, the most regal of fathers. Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata. Shouted Rusty last time, so I shout a Rosh too. You know the list ain't complete without less and boo. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know, maybe ask the girls if Yaddle squirts Take your CBD, send in your top three, And you'll always be a bitch like me Get him, Eric.